business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, hundreds rush to NIA or head office as SIM registration grace period ends on May 31. Goforidia Sectech, new dropping senior high school clash, 85 students suspended indefinitely. National Cathedral only to $22.07 million out of $58.14 million has gone into actual construction, says Ablakwa and Fred Owari, Eyisibuating, Ewuku, and others speak NPP presidential nomination forms for Baumia. This business, pots and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi. Now let's settle for the details. Hundreds of people have flogged to the National Identification Authority's headquarters in Accra in hopes of registering for the Ghana card before the SIM card re-registration deadline on May 31. Undeterred by the 280 Ghana City fee required to obtain the card, these desperate registrants have chosen to disregard previous opportunities presented to them over the years. Some individuals expressed their frustration with the registration process. One of them, Dinah Amwano, said the way they are doing things is not right. We are all doubting if we can get our Ghana card today. Though it was free over the years, we were very busy with work and other staff. We don't even get time to do many things, so it's not our fault that we are doing it now. We are not sure what they are telling us, but we hope we will get our cast today. In responding to these concerns, Professor Ken Ajiman Atefua, the CEO of the National Identification Authority, acknowledged that there is little that the authority can do beyond providing the current premium registration centers and opportunities in the past. He said that despite facing financial constraints, the NIA is committed to fulfilling its mandate efficiently. He added that there are about 2 million citizens above the age of 14 to be captured, while plans are advanced for those below the age of 15. Now, the board and management of the Koforudia Senior High Technical School, SecTech, have indefinitely suspended 85 students of the school following the brutal attack on students and teachers of the new dropping Senior High School. The attack, which happened May 14, 2023, left four students of the new dropping Senior High School and the school's chaplain badly injured. Personnel of the Ghana Police Service who were called in during the attack money to arrest four students of SecTech to commence their investigations. The school's disciplinary committee, which also began independent investigation into the attack while liaising with the police, managed to identify six students who masterminded the attack and were immediately handed their sanctions. According to news sources within the school, the disciplinary committee met all 85 students to interrogate them before submitting a report to the school's board, which then recommended and sanctioned the decision to suspend the students indefinitely. Majority of the students who are final year students 
will however be given the opportunity to write their final WASI exams. The fate of a student who was hit in the head with a machete during the attack and partially paralyzed and receiving treatments back home in Sefiyoso hangs in the balance as the disciplinary committee awaits his full recovery before he takes his turn at the committee for his punishment. Meanwhile, new sources within the school has confirmed that the students will be made to pay for the full cost of all damaged items at the new Jobbing Senior High School, which forms part of the recommendation from the school's board. According to the headmaster of the school, Mr. Ofori Entry, each student has been asked to pay 2,000 Ghana cities for the destruction at Njua School. He added that from two students involved in the attack are to report to the police headquarters with a letter to be assisted to look for accommodation near the school. In addition, the Board of Governors also recommended the demotion of all prefects in the school for failing to pick up signals of the brutal twin attack that fateful day. In other stories, Member of Parliament for North Tong Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa has expressed shock at how government has so far expended the funds allocated towards the controversial National Cathedral project. The MP who has been on a crusade to expose everything that is wrong with the project has in his latest Facebook post revealed that only $22.07 million of public funds went to the contractors Ribed JV for actual construction out of the $58 million allocated to the project. Already, government has been criticized for spending huge sums of the allocated fund towards the cathedral on consultancy services and other things. This, according to him, was brought to the bear when the contractors furnished parliaments with details of how the $58.14 million fund was spent on the project. Mr. Ablako said the document submitted provided a comprehensive analysis of how they utilized the $22.07 million received between January 2021 and February 2022 when they had to suspend work for lack of funds even though far more money had been released from government coffers albeit on the blind side of parliament. He added that this really means that out of the $58.14 million of taxpayer funds wrongfully released for Akufuado's Cathedral, more than $36 million was expended on other items other than their core function of construction. The legislator, however, noted that concerns have been raised about how Rybage JV utilized the $22.07 million US dollars. As a result, he questioned whether the $100 million demanded by the government to import steel for the project would be used appropriately. The National Cathedral Secretariat has constantly insisted that there hasn't been any wrongdoing or any acts of corruption in the execution of the project. It recently engaged renowned auditing firm Deloitte to audit its books for the purposes of transparency and accountability. Now, the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, has officially entered 
the new patriotic party flag bearer race as he has picked nomination forms. The forms were picked on his behalf by members of his campaign team, led by Fred Owari, a former vice chairman of the NPP, Mr. George Eyisi Boating, a former member of the NPP, and Ghana's former High Commissioner to South Africa, Sami Ewuku, a former national organizer of the NPP, and now Chief Executive Officer of the National Lotteries Authority at the party headquarters Tuesday. This was after paying the 50,000 Ghana cities nomination fee to the Presidential and Parliamentary Elections Committee. Mr. Owari and his team later handed over the nomination papers to Dr. Baumia at his office at the Jubilee House, the seat of the presidency. This settles days of speculations whether the vice president has picked the nomination forms or not to contest the party's presidential primaries slated for November 4, 2023. A group calling itself Friends of Baumia last Friday attempted to pick the forms for Dr. Baumia when the party opened nomination for the presidential primaries. They were, however, unable to provide an authorization to that effect, hence they were not presented with the forms. With this development, Vice President Baumia becomes the sixth aspirant to pick the NPP's presidential nomination forms. The rest are former Minister for Energy, Boache Jakun, who was the first to pick the forms. A former NPP General Secretary and Presidential Spokesperson, Kobna Ajay Ejakum, a former Member of Parliament for Mampong, Francis Adenimo, a former Minister for State, Dr. Kofi Kunedu Aprako, and a former Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Owusu Efriye Akoto. Mr. Owari, who picked the forms on behalf of Dr. Baumia, said they wanted it low-key because it was a private affair. Now in sports, pressure on the Ghana CD continues to surge after some stalling performance two weeks ago, making it the world's top performing currency during the period. The local currency lost about 9% in value last week to the US dollar in the retail market to reverse the previous week gains. It traded at an average of 11 cities 50 pesos to the American greenback in the retail market, whilst it went for about 10 cities 97 pesos on the interbank market. The CD is however going for almost 12 cities at the Forex bureaus. It also ceded 4.8% week on week to the euro and 3.1% week on week to the pound respectively. Analysts believe the sharp reversal in the CD's gains stems from the widespread speculative foreign exchange purchase as the local currency strengthened following the International Monetary Fund's deal. Now in football, fullback Tariq Lamte has set his sight on reclaiming his place in the Britain and Hove Albion and Black Stars team after an injury ravaged campaign last season. That's why Britain enjoying his best season in the English Premier League, finishing sixth and qualifying for the Euro Europa League. Lamte was a fringe player 
as a result of injury. He made 20 appearances with only three starts in the league and his season came to an end in March after he suffered a knee injury in a Premier League game against West Ham. Speaking to the media on the sidelines of the Tariq Lamte football tournament at the Asamankasi in the Eastern region, Lamte said he was already working towards being fit at the start of next season. Lamte 22 was hopeful of more playing time, mentioning that there will be more games as a result of Britain qualifying for Europe. Now in showbiz, well-versed Ghanaian fashion designer and founder of CDM Fashion Couture, Cecil Dudley-Mens, has won two awards at the second National Brands Innovation Awards. The event, which was held at the La Palm Royal Beach with the theme Redefining Branding, the Heart of Caring, saw the Ghanaian fashion logo add the two prestigious awards to his already impressive list of accomplishments. Under Cecil's visionary leadership, CDM Fashion Couture was honored with the Innovative Fashion Brand of the Year Award, recognizing the company's outstanding contribution to the fashion industry. Known for his exceptional designs and high-quality garments, CDM Fashion Couture has become a symbol of innovation and style. And that's it with the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com. For more of these stories and followers, Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.